is it, episode 496, No Laugh Track Podcast, Acme Comedy Company here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. My name is Justin Severson, the host each and every week. I have done 495 of these without talking to Sam J. <laughs> Finally, at 496, Yay. Sam J. has a week at Acme and uh, is uh, nice enough to join me here on the podcast. Yay! Yay! Two shows down at Acme. Uh-huh. How's it been going? Fine. It's been fun. I feel like it's been good crowds. They've been down the clown. That's all you can really ask for. Like, it's been cool. What is you hi- kind of know, so it's not. It's been nice. What's your history in Minneapolis or Minnesota? Anywhere in the area here? I have none. None. Yeah, and that's weird because I have a pretty giant family. So usually there's some connection to everywhere, but none. No cousin here. No cousin. <laughs> no nothing. <laughs> No, nothing. At least not that I know of. I, I got I got a lot of male cousins who have illegitimate children, so maybe it's also <laughs> yes, a possibility. Would you take their word for it if they showed up at the show? <laughs> yeah, Ask, I absolutely for, would. Yeah. I'd be like, probably. <laughs> Especially if they say that my cousin Sean's kid. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that adds up. <laughs> Somebody's going to show up. Yeah, I'm Sean's kid. Uh, Sam left me a ticket. My cousin Sean is the most random dude uh, like on the planet, like he randomly just travels to like the oddest places. It's very weird. I was gonna say this sounds like somebody you can't ever tie. You don't tie down. Nope. Nobody knows where to find him. No. But he's just he's he everywhere. Just, he's everywhere. Like my brother called me one time. He had like a layover for like three hours in like Cleveland, and so he was like, you know, I didn't want to stay in the airport, so I just started walk. I went out. And he was like, I was walking to the store, and Sean comes walking out the store. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Because <laughs> I'm from Boston. And my yeah, cousin yeah. was just like, oh, yeah, I know some people out here. He's just like that. Hilarious. You, uh, you're you based in New York right now, correct? Yes, that's where I live. How long have you been there? I've been in New York for six years. Six years? Yeah. Did you flies. Did you, uh, what What was the, what made you move to New York versus any place else? I got a job at SNL. It was the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the job. That's a good reason. Yeah. That's a damn good reason. Yeah. So how, I, you're not at SNL anymore. No. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia needs to be updated. Yeah, it says to It says too present, which they is lying. why I never use it as, as a source, Wikipedia by the way. Wikipedia be lying, y'all. Yeah, it, they definitely are lying. Uh, a job at SNL. Mm-hmm. What, so what year, that started six years ago? I got that job in, I want to say, like 2008. I could tell you the exact day because it's in my on my IG. But it was like, I don't know, six years ago. <laughs> yeah. You I, you could look back and see your announcement on Instagram or what? I, uh, I didn't really. I It was kind of an announcement. I took a picture of a disgusting bathroom at an apartment I was looking at yeah. when I was first trying to move to uh, New York, you know, because uh, New York is just a trash of a city. Right. And <laughs> when you first get there, you you don't understand how, like, actually crazy and gross it's going to be. And then people are, like, showing you, the, especially because I didn't really have any money. So right. I'm, like, moving into a studio. And it was just, like, I was just seeing the worst things. And this bathroom was just filthy. Like, they're showing me this apartment, and the bathroom was absolutely disgusting. And so I took a picture of it, and I posted that I got the job, and dreams do come true. <laughs> 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 that was 2017. Oh, what a contrast. 2017. 
You ended. You didn't end up getting that apartment. I'm guessing. No, no. But I got a. I took another bad apartment. Another bad one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you? Uh, I'm, I always am. I do. That's just something I ask about a lot here. The living conditions in New York. So, uh, did you have to get a roommate when you first moved here? Find a place no, by yourself. No, I mean that was. A, I mean SNL pays you enough money where I didn't need a roommate, which is nice. Um, but I was in this little apartment in East Harlem, and. It was a, the, they had a washer and dryer in the unit, which was like a big deal. That's a big deal in New York. Yeah. But it was one unit, so you would turn it from wash to dry. It was just one thing. So it didn't ever really dry right. I was going to say, that can't <laughs> work well. It never really dry right. Since I've never seen one of those machines, <laughs> yeah, they can't work well. It's one unit, and you hit the wash button, the wash, and you hit the dry button, it dried nuts. <laughs> and it was under my kitchen sink. It was in the kitchen. <laughs> Under this sink, and like anyone living in New York who's listening to it is like, she's fucking bragging. <laughs> 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 but it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad, and it was super, super small. And like the bedroom part, it kind of had a little bit of a bedroom part because it had this like raised platform that kind of tucked back, and that's where the bedroom was, but you could see out into the open space. And then um, the living room was maybe this fucking big, you know, like fucking I don't know two feet I don't know it was so tiny and I was like new money and excited so I bought this giant tv I was just gonna ask what'd you fill it with a giant tv I put this giant tv on the wall that would hurt your head because you were sitting too, too close, close. To it. <laughs> people across the uh, street yeah. are watching through your and window like, they yeah, got a good view I made it <laughs> I'm doing it that's awesome that is awesome yeah I uh let's see so you you, you didn't start comedy early. No, I know. Not really traditional start to comedy. I guess not. I don't know. I think the more you like talk to people and dig into this, there's a million versions of Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm always very amazed when somebody's like, yeah, I was 15 and I was writing jokes. Like, what? That's what you knew you wanted to do that? Yeah. I've had people on there like, oh, yeah, on career day in fifth grade, I wrote, yeah. I want to be a comedian. Those people are sick. How? <laughs> I wanted to be a baker, I think, yeah. when I was in fifth grade, I which I I've never known or knew. You know? You what? I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I feel like when you're little, they just like throw like three jobs at you. I was going to say, there were three to choose from. Yeah, and then you're like, I'll be that thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I thought I was going to be a lawyer or some shit. Yeah. But no, I ended up here. I think did I, I read did I read that you went to college for communication at one point? I did. I did. I did too. I and did, did not finish. No. Similar. I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody who's a communications major major excuse me they 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 don't want to be in school. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's the one you pick when you're like, sure, man. <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, I still owe just a few grand on school that I never Ooh, finished. You still owe. Yeah, but one of my favorite souvenirs is that I still have is was a little button that I that they gave us like in the first orientation day and it says Justin Severson undecided <laughs> <laughs> I had no no like I was undecided for years then did yeah. communication clearly I didn't really want to be there mm -hmm. I just thought I was supposed to yeah 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 I just thought it's I was a way to get out to your parents house and shit yes and that's mm -hmm. what I did too I went just far enough mm -hmm. just far enough so I saw the show last night oh by yeah the way. It was hilarious fun. oh thank hilarious. you hilarious uh, not people don't normally do an hour and thirty minutes, Sam J. <laughs> I know, right? I'm working on some shit, so that's not a complaint. But it's just uh, good. Good for you to be able to stretch stretch out on a Thursday night to have a Thursday where there's no you know late show. You can get out there and do yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was fun. I didn't realize it was that long until I got off stage, and I was like, oh, that was that was a long time. 
But it's I feel good about it. Like as an hour coming together, like I just I feel good about it, and I feel like it's not bad when you do it. When you run in, in like everybody's down to run, like there's a way you can do it where you're like abusing the audience, and you could tell they're just like, please let us go home. Right. Uh, but it didn't feel like that. Now, if it was, please tell me, and I'm I'm very sorry. Dude. But it didn't feel like people were dying uh-uh. to get out. You know. No. It just felt like we were having a good ass time. You know what I mean? So it was it was super fun. You talked about going to Paisley Park. I did go to Paisley Park yesterday. I just randomly drove. I don't live anywhere near that. I just dra- randomly drove by there on yeah. Monday. I did go. To, I did go, and I was first time. That was my first time. I've never been to anything like that, really, like some like celebrity sanctum. I've never been to anything like that. Did uh, Did you leave with any souvenirs? I did. What'd I bought you get? two T-shirts for for me and my fiance because I you got to get the baby girl. Something. Damn right. And then I got my friend. Well, God, she's still a friend, but like more of a childhood friend that we kind of keep in touch here and there. But she introduced me to Prince and is a giant Prince fan. Oh, yeah. So I had to get her something. So I got her like a hoodie, this uh, purple hoodie is Paisley Park symbol on it. Uh, just something I felt like they said they only make them there. And I was like, okay, let me get her something like she can't get anywhere oh, else. Yeah. And, that was nice. That felt cool to do that. Yeah. Um, what stood out to you that you saw there? I'm curious. What stuck out? It was like, to the thing that stuck out the most to me was the amount of plaques that were, like, platinum plaques, gold plaques, that were just all around this man's house. And it was like, to achieve that much, I'm like, damn, you have to start being great at like 19 like he did like to just amass this many like wins yeah <laughs> it mm-hmm. was just like damn growing like, up here i can i you know i have memories of that was prince crazy. i have memories of him like first discovering music you know like at like eight nine years old or whatever like yeah. he was just kind of hitting at that point that's crazy yeah. you know and it was just like this is like the uh, uh the like culmination just looking at all this stuff of like a genius it's like it's like if he was a scientist and i'm just looking at all these like you know yeah right <laughs> diseases he's cured and things it's just <laughs> like how do you do that yeah no shit like how do you do that it was like it was very uh, impressive no shit yeah i totally totally agree big fan big fan i'll never forget where i was when i found out he died that was like unbelievable like this this isn't real this isn't real yeah and it's cool that white people really like prince (laughs) i think that's cool i also never need to hear the song kiss again i don't think anybody does no i love prince but i don't need to hear yeah if you're like a real fan too you're not hanging out at kiss land no (laughs) no absolutely not (laughs) that's a perfect way to say that um we, you know, while you're here, we have to talk about the million things you've been busy with the last couple of years. Some people uh, didn't exactly thrive during COVID. Sam J certainly did, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean... It didn't slow you down, did it? No, but not, not, I guess, like, professionally, but I think everybody, like, emotionally and oh, mentally sure. was just like, what is happening here, oh, you know? For sure. Um... But professionally, yeah, some cool stuff happened in, in the in in the midst of a real tragedy that was like super scary, especially being in New York. When it first hit, it it was terrifying. It was absolutely it felt like the end of days, you know, like I really try not to forget that I experienced that and to not take 
shit lightly because it was Hell very, yeah. very scary. Like yeah. refrigerator trucks on the street full of bodies because they had nowhere to put people. And it was just like, you uh, you couldn't believe it was happening. And it was like one day it wasn't, and then the next day it was. Yeah, the, it was a different world. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we've uh, pretty much moved yeah. on. Plenty of remnants of that. And it was so much loss and death. All just You felt it all around you, and you felt collectively like we were all just going through it. When, when everything started happening, and then like you, when was your uh, special recorded? Right before everything shut right before. down. Like, I want to say it was like March. March of 2020? Yep. So like, a, like moments a before. Like a week. Yeah, wow. Like I shot the, the special, and the next week they were like, you can't go outside, week and a half. Yeah. They were like, yeah, no more outside. And I was like, whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then we got to edit, but we had to do it kind of weird and wonky. And, and then it was just like nothing you couldn't do anything yeah and then it hit netflix when and everybody stuck at home when everyone was stuck in the house yeah it came out and um i was like i guess good and bad of course bad because why people were stuck in the house but also bad because i didn't really have a sense of it you know like i wasn't in the world people were like hey we love that thing. right i didn't really have any like true sense of what it was doing, yeah. you know what I mean? It was just like, all right, it's out there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that had that was such a unique time for everybody. I uh, I want to go back to something you one of the first things you said last night <laughs> when you were talking about black and white strippers. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. It's true. I I really uh, look at me, Mr. White guy. I don't have much experience around black strippers, but I. Did when you brought that up, <laughs> it did make me think of. I don't, you probably know anything about this, but the Minnesota Vikings football team, like 10, 15 years ago, they threw this party on a lake in Minnesota. Uh, and they got in trouble because some people in the public found out about it. Um, the, the players were like, you know, pissing in people's front yards by the lake and everything, blah, blah, blah. However, they hired strippers for this party for the Minnesota Vikings. And where did those strippers come from? Atlanta? Damn right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. You got to do it right. You're not going to yes. just, you got to just go, no, you got to do it right. I, yes, I agree with that. That's a good call, Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> that was like one of the huge parts of the story. Like, good call. And it named, I don't. Oh, it was like a big, they were like, and they flew strippers. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, were they supposed to source them here? Fuck out of here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if that was just a spur of the moment story that you're telling. If that's part of the act right now, but uh, it's a little spur of the moment. It's very that's, funny. <laughs> that's very kind fu of growing into something I, I like. I hope it continues to grow because that, that's, that's very, <laughs> very. I very like funny. the uh, part about presenting the one white titty. That's the part that really. <laughs> I feel like every comic you you have the part of the joke you like. You know, you're like I don't know what they're gonna like. Yeah. But this is my thing, and my thing is the presentation of the one white titty. And the white men put in the money. One at a time. <laughs> <laughs> We're very it, well it, behaved. It was so well behaved to be nasty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking... God, that's so funny. Yeah, it, it is so entirely accurate. Uh, so earlier this week, a buddy of mine, childhood friend of mine, hit me up on... Uh, like, I don't, he don't even think we have each other's phone numbers. But he hit me up on, like, Messenger, at Facebook Messenger. Mm. He's like, hey, you still doing that comedy club thing? Yes. He goes, hey... I'm thinking about going there this week. 
my girl's a big fan of Sam J. I was Aww. like, hell yes. That's so sweet. Yes. I said, tell you what. I said, give me a quote from your girlfriend about what she likes about Sam J. And I will uh, mention it on the podcast. Oh, so, I hope she said something nice. So here we go. Her name is Nisha. Oh, she's, I like that name. I went to school with Anisha. She's uh, Solly's girlfriend. And she said, I like her because she's funny. No, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. She said, quote, she loves the way she, meaning you, talk about the good or good or bad things in the black community and adds comedy to it and appreciates your insight. Hell yeah. I do talk about the good or bad things. So I appreciate that. Yeah, good. I really think that's a that's a very fire compliment, actually, because I always the the comics I like is specifically my favorite comic, Chris Rock. That was my favorite thing about Chris was that he would judge us you know he would call us out on our shit and go like nah we don't got it all together either and i really loved that about his his comedy so i i really appreciate that oh good wow i'm really i'm really glad i brought that up yeah so i want to compliment you on your role in the movie you people thank you let me tell you something i have my attention span is this long like i think i have i say this all the time i think i have undiagnosed adhd mm. i've I, and then with a three-year-old daughter as i was telling you about before uh, and two teenage daughters as i was telling you about before we started recording i'm dyslexic and no one ever told me i had to just deduce that on my own oh that's gotta be v- very but it's rough. definitely real i sat through you people and i haven't watched a movie honestly in several years <laughs> and i'm not joking <laughs> i never sit down and watch a movie ever anymore <laughs> Because of all the shit going on in my life and just my attention span, and I watched you people, I really liked it. You're amazing in it. Thank you. I tried. I tried. I didn't know what I would, you know? I, I mean, like, it, even every time people tell me that, and and truly, not to sound braggadocious, but seriously, like, every time someone comes up to me and they're like, I really, really liked you. You were so good. Like, you you, you were great. You, you handled yourself so well with Jonah. I'm so shocked because the whole time I was doing it, I just thought I was blowing it. Like, in my brain, I was just like, you suck so bad. <laughs> you are terrible. Because I had never done a movie before, yeah. ever. And all these, like, heavy hitters are in this thing. And, like, they know what they're doing. And at every part of it, I just felt dumb and awkward in my body and you know, I'm just what like, is that imposter syndrome? Yeah, right? it was like all over me, you yeah. know. And I'm like, am I standing in the right spot? Just like a fucking idiot. Um, like I've never done anything with a camera. I just didn't, and I wasn't like, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't dumb confident. You know, I wasn't walking off of scenes like you motherfucking got it. I was just like, hope that worked out. You know, <laughs> hope it doesn't look dumb. Hope I did enough that they can like save me. You know. And I really didn't think I was going to be in that much of the movie. I was like, I'm sure I fucked this up so bad that they're just trying to figure out, like, how to edit around me <laughs> and, like, make this movie work. And I'll probably pop up twice where I just was good enough, you know? Like, that's ju- truly what I was thinking. Your voice is the first thing in the movie. I know. And then, like, a little, like, maybe, like, two months before the movie came out, Kenya called me and he was like, you killed this fucking shit, man. And I'm like, for real? And still didn't believe him. Still was like, yeah, sure I did. Whatever, you know. I read that that role was written for a man. It was. And you killed it. It was. It was written for a a guy. And then Kenya called me and he was like, but I think you could do it. Do you want to do it? And I was like, uh, okay. And then he was like, all right, so it's going to be you and Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy. And I was like, what? 
Are you serious? Amazing. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, but it was nerve wracking for sure. Did you did you uh do Eddie Murphy's phone number? Is it in your phone right now? No. No. Jonah Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had to we had to be around each other quite a bit <laughs> to get it together. So yeah, and Jonah was just great. I really really appreciate his grace and uh, patience and just like taking the time to usher me into something that he knew I was new to. Has anyone pitched you on doing the podcast you did uh, in the movie full time? Yes, for real? everyone's like you and Jonah need to do that podcast. <laughs> I would listen to it every day. (laughs) And it was funny because a lot of it was just like riffing. Like we would get the topic and then just start like playing around with it. And I I had a really good time with him. I'm a big fan of his too. So it was really, it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really, really liked it. I'm telling you, I told my wife yesterday, I was like, you know what I did this morning? She goes, I don't know. I go, I watched a movie. And she almost like uh, her jaw dropped. She was like, I couldn't (laughs) believe I watched a movie. Yeah, it and was it was well of, worth it. Damn it! It was one of those moments, man, where you're like, "Is this really happening?" You know, you. I think you start off doing this shit, and you're like, doing open mics, and you're just praying that you have, you know, you can get five minutes. And of course. Like, your goals are so small. At least mine's were when I started. It was like, I just want to get past at the Comedy Shack <laughs> on 6th Street so I can do Thursdays. You know what I mean? Like, right. whatever little goofy thing you're trying to get to. Yep. And then you're like, I just want five minutes, solid five minutes so I can maybe get a late night spot, you know? And then you're like, I just need a half hour. And it just keeps kind of building like that. And you, I don't think, I never thought about movies or, like, my own show like, none of that stuff was really in... I was just like, I just want to get really good at comedy. Like, that was all I wanted to do, was just get really good at something. Yeah. That was the draw. It was like, I want to be really good at something. Hell yeah. You know, like, I've, I've seen people being really good at stuff. And I think I could be really good at something. Maybe I could be really good at this. And that's kind of where it starts, and then it just... As far as the acting goes, is, did you ever take a lesson from somebody? <sighs> No. No, baby. I don't like school. <laughs> it's the real truth. I never took a comedy. Like, there would be comedy classes and stuff. Yeah. And I don't knock anybody for that kind of stuff. And I probably should, you know, like, to be quite honest, I, it probably would not hurt me at all to get more information. But I am not studious. Like, I just, I, I think also we're self-diagnosing. I think I also might have a tad bit of oppositional defiance disorder. And once someone's like in this authoritative oh, space or it feels uh, like that yeah. to me, I'm just like, I don't want anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't. Mm-hmm. I've never, I was, I went to Catholic school. I got in trouble a lot. I got kicked out of class a lot. I've been suspended a lot. I've had in-house suspension a lot. At one point in high school, I had so much in-house suspension that it rolled over to the next year. So when I came back for 10th grade, I started the year in in in-house suspension (laughs) because I had so many days. One of my daughters, the oldest one, got in some trouble at school recently with some other girls. And one of the punishments that the other girls got was she had her phone taken away and was given a flip phone. Whoa. That's punishment for kids yeah, now. Yeah, no, that I would probably kill a kid now. <laughs> right? That's like death. I know. Well, they don't even know what to do, and it's the screen's all, like, grayish green, and they're just yeah. like, <laughs> how do I text? This doesn't have TikTok. Yeah, that has to be, I would be pissed. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's a real punishment. Worse, worse than suspension. Yeah, that's a real punishment. 
It's way worse than suspension. Uh, what else should I be mentioning here? Oh, uh, I mean, the other things you have out there that people can watch, HBO's Pause. Pause with Sam J. A late night show that doesn't feel like a late night show at all. Yeah. Yeah, just a fun little show. What's Is there one episode that, you, that people should start with or you don't? I would suggest. Just start with episode one. Episode one's fire. Episode one's fire. Have you watched it at all? No, I don't need to be over it now. Oh, man, you got to get your money up, baby. I know. <laughs> I know. I go in waves. <laughs> I say it on here all the time. I wait for the promo. I wait for the promo price. Yeah, get your money up, baby. No. I know. I would say episode one is fire. It's fire. It's fun. I would say season two, episode one, uh, butt naked basketball is probably my favorite. <laughs> what? Butt naked basketball? Yeah. See, now you want to get you some HBO. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll probably have to do the commercial version with the $9.99, but I, I, could, I could see it's going to be worth it. I could see it's going to be worth it. Um, I want to bring up a couple other things here. Let's Please see. Please don't feel rushed. Okay. I have no life in Minnesota. Oh, you're the, you're the best. <laughs> you know, I, actually, actually so. I have to go do something today <laughs> what? at some point. What I have do? another job. I'm going to go work at the Twins game this afternoon. Oh, I was going to go to that, but it's, it's too cold to sit and watch baseball. Yeah, I'm not looking forward yeah. to being outside yeah. when it's only going to be may- maybe touch 50 today. But, yeah, I'm heading over there right, oh, right yeah. after this. What's uh, the C4? What's that? The T. It, it's why is there a C? I saw oh, that. Oh, TC, Twin Cities. Oh, yeah. I was like, it's the Twins, not the Cardinals. Is it the Twins and the? Yeah. I was very confused by the C. Yep. TC. So the Twin Twins Cities. are represent. Oh, duh. So they're representing what you call it and what you call it. Saint Paul, Minneapolis, Saint Paul, and Minneapolis. That's duh, Samaria. All right. They just got brand new jerseys this year that actually, for the first time ever, say Twin Cities. I like that. Some people are like, it's not the Twin Cities Twins. Don't wear jerseys like that. It's oh. the Minnesota Twins. Oh, wow. I get that, though, because, like, I'm very protective of, like, the Red Sox being, like, it's the Boston Red Sox. You know what I mean? It's the Boston Celtics. And then it's the New England Patriots. They're the only team that, like, belongs to New England. Oh, yeah. But, like, the Boston teams are our team, so don't try to claim them. Like, if you're from Rhode Island, don't try to claim the Boston Celtics. You're yeah. from Rhode Island and you don't have a team. So I, I was telling you, like, I live just <laughs> over the border in Wisconsin, in Hudson. And everybody, like, uh, you know, all the stuff in the stores there is all Green Bay Packers stuff. Mm. Yet that's four hours away, and the Vikings play a half hour away. Yet all these people are, it's like, just because that border? Like, you're yeah. actually, I don't know. It, the it, only place you see it get wacky is Connecticut, right? Because half of Connecticut chooses Massachusetts teams, and half of Connecticut goes New York. New York, yeah. Not fair. It's not fair. So I was looking at your. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna bring up a couple things I saw in your Twitter feed. Oh man, <laughs> that place is wild. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. We're gonna go back to 2010, and you called somebody. No I'm kidding. I'm totally Whoa! Kidding. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm totally genuinely kidding. terrified. Like my eyes. <laughs> First of all, I was like, I swear, I deleted all this stuff. <laughs> when I got the job, arrested, I was like, did a fucking purge. I read that. That's why I was teasing you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> no, I got you. That was fucking scary. Fake. All right. Don't, don't all right. play with me like that, man. Yeah, fake. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're safe, as far as I know. I don't know. This one's definitely safe. Uh, Pat Oswalt tweeted, 
uh, that just give Roy Jr., Roy Wood Jr., the hosting of The Daily Show. Yeah. Channel. You clearly agree. Yeah. I clearly agree. I don't watch that show that much. I did catch it this week. And I'm I'm a fan of Roy. He's been on this podcast yeah. before. He should have that job. Give Roy the job. Give I don't Roy know why the they're playing games with him. It's really shitty, too. Hey, Comedy Central, what you're doing is real shitty. Roy's been there. He knows the show. He understands the show. He has a love for the show, a genuine and true love for the show. And he's very good at it. And the fact that you're just making him share this whole thing and cycle people through, it's a tad bit disrespectful. Give the man the job. Jesus. Period. I agree. Here's another one I loved. Maury needs to diversify. He does. I'm tired of DNA tests. Bring back the overweight babies, the bad teenagers, and the abusive husbands. Yes. I didn't even know Maury was still on. Yeah, I, first of all, you it's sure you weren't, a, watching, you weren't watching a, watching a rerun? No. It's New Murray. And it's not a thing I'm proud of. Okay, good. It's not a thing. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that I know this and also have some passion about what it should be, it's, it's not a, a, a sense of pride or anything for me. <laughs> but I'm so tired of the DNA. All of this is DNA now. He used to be a man of, of, of many coats. You know how old he is still doing now, that show? And he looks aggravated with the DNA. I'm not going to lie. Every, he looks like he's over it. Like, he's just like, yeah, 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 he's the daddy. You know, like, he don't care no more. 84. Maury's 84. He needs to bring back passion. Bring back passion? And he used to be passionate. they bring out them big babies. He'd be like, stop feeding the baby. You know, he had... Bring back the big babies. Yeah. I went to his website because I had to. I I didn't believe the show was still on. Bring back the babies. The big babies were they were great. Do you want to hear some of the hot this week topics they have on their website? Yes. Pregnant in sixth grade? Question mark. Oh. Yeah. Uh, her baby's white. Your baby's white. It can't be. Uh, I can't be her father. I like that. Yep. 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 I yep. like. I want to see that. There were thirty men. The baby's I'll prove. white. I can't be the daddy. I like that logic. Right. There were thirty men. I'll prove your child isn't mine. 30. I've seen those type of DNAs. They bring out like 15 people, which is like no disrespect to the ladies. But if you hit 15, just tell the kid, just lie and move on. Pick your favorite? Yeah, just lie and move on. <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> it's, it's not easy to uh, uh, organize 15 people to show up in one place either. Um, the type of people that go on Maury, I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> How about this one? I'm afraid of aluminum foil and cotton balls. Yeah, that's what I want him to bring back. Okay. Those are like the things like when he would have the phobias and they'd be like, oh, I'm scared of pickles. And he'd bring out like a man in a pickle suit like, why are you crying? And it's like, yeah, do more that. <laughs> I'm afraid of pickles. <laughs> more that, more that stuff. Oh, it's freaking hilarious. Um... We should wrap this up. You also have the show on uh, Peacock, Bust Down. People could check that out. Yeah. I heard it's not continuing on. No. No. Two seasons. One. Oh, just one. Yeah. One season. All right. So that's out there. People can check that out. Uh, what else? Uh, merch. Do you bring anything to sell at the shows here? Uh. Uh-uh. No. I hate selling stuff. Fair enough. Yeah. But you go out and say hi to people yeah, after the show? Yeah, I talk to people and kick it and all that. I just hate selling stuff. I'm not good at I I think it's smart, and I know I'm dumb, and I probably could make more money than I do if I would, but it just I just feels so cheesy to me, and I'm just like, hey, you want to buy a shirt? Like, uh, I use, anytime I've brought merch, I've given it away. Yeah. I uh, Every time. I'm just like, just take it. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I just don't like having to deal with the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, it's got to be uncomfortable. Especially like I see a lot of people go like, uh, uh, pay what you want. I mean, I don't even, does that make it any yeah, more comfortable? Yeah, I just give it like, I'm bad at it. I just take it. Take it, baby. Pay what you want, and then somebody gives you $2, and you're expecting 10 like, Yeah, yeah. And then it's also, like, I love myself too much for that, because, like, I know how I value myself, but now if I'm just letting you determine my value, like, I don't I don't want to play that game. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't want to do that to yeah. myself. I no. got to gotta protect my self-esteem. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Um, okay. It's been so great to meet you and spend this uh, short amount of time. People come and see the shows this weekend. We yeah. will post this as soon as possible. Right, Brandon? Oh, first Oh, show. shit. Hey, look at that. Look at what we done did, Brandon. Look at that. First show sold out. Look, nice. at, look at what happened. Nice. I think that has earned me an hour of drinking after the last show. <laughs> Here we go. Negotiations have I begun. I got to because Brandon kicked me out last night into the streets, into the cold Minnesota streets. How did you survive? I don't know, man. Barely. You, you barely. You barely made it here today. Yeah, I had to fucking do some naked and afraid shit. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> right? At the same time. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out for my buddy Solly and his girl tonight, I will, too. I will. Yeah. Please tell them to say hello. I definitely will. I That's definitely fire. Will. All right, well, uh, thank you. This has been great. Thank you.